Philadelphia. Are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome to the first edition Brotherly Love Wrestling presents Fallout, and this is the new show from Brotherly Love, and we are going to switch it up a little bit, and this will become our new debate show, where pitting whether it's me against Joe, or we have guests uh, that join in on the fun and uh, debate the top topics of professional wrestling and what's going on today. So, Joe, are you ready for this? Yeah, it's pretty simple enough. I think uh, self-explanatory, to say yeah. the least. For, for everyone watching and listening, uh, we're just going to answer five topics today, and uh, we each get a minute to plead our case and debate for our side, and then um, we'll each... Plus, another minute, another minute for counter-arguments, mm-hmm. and then for your final thought, 30 seconds each. So a total of five minutes per topic, breaking it down, and if you go over, we have a fancy mute button. Well, we're going to mute the motherfucker. Who goes over? Yes. Yeah. Fair is fair in debate wars. Yes. I am, I have to say, the joke's there. I am a master debater. I figured that was coming once it started, so. That's all right. I had to say it. Okay. Uh, All right. So, I think we could get on to our first topic. First topic at hand. So, how this is going to work with us anyway and and with everyone else is the whoever gets to start and we before the show did rock paper scissors joe won so he gets to pick the first topic and he gets to go first and then i have to choose the other side there is no uh i want that side or oh yeah i agree you have so to the go man the man or woman that wins rock paper scissors in the beginning of the show is the leader in the clubhouse Yep. They have the, the fighter's advantage, home court advantage. So you pick the topic, and I'll, I get first dibs at whatever side I want. Oh, I, okay. I get to pick the topic. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Let's go today's – we'll start with our first topic with uh, – we'll start with AEW. Okay. And should AEW go after and hire the top free agents that have been released? By WWE. So should AEW continue to use WWE talent yes. if they come on the free market? Yes. All right. I'm going to take the argument of no. They should not. Okay. They should not. Go. I think that AEW, yes, given the big names that they've signed, if they continue to rely on WWE talent that gets released, you're not going to get the cream of the crop anymore. You're not going to get the top names. You're going to get the ones that didn't make it and they don't want anymore. So you're going to pick them up and try and redesign or rebuild or try and piggyback their name to help bring you success. I think if they honestly and truly want to change the world of wrestling, they should do that. 
And by doing that would be introducing new faces. So you bring in that audience of the guys that you already have, the, that roster that you already have. Done. So now you bring in names because you have that fan base already. And bringing in new names and people that people don't know, now you're just helping. Because I feel like anything AEW does right now is going to get praised by their fans. And they have a strong group of fans. And bringing in new talent. Damn it. Strong group of fans. Bring in new talent. I got you. You're up. All right. So the reason that AEW should bring in these names, and, and that's exactly what they are. They're names. And they come with fans. They come with eyes. And the one thing that AEW is lacking is a variety of eyes. They go after this 18 to 32-year-old demo. And depending on who it is, guys that are out there that are going to bring the WWE eyes that might not be that demo. And I think that's going to be the biggest upside. Granted, you have your stars. I understand that. But the stars that are coming from this other company, they're bringing so much more. Yeah, they're, they're going to be bringing in more money and their merch sales are going to go up even more, even though AEW is top there. But you're bringing more merch sales, more merch money, more eyes. and I think it only helps AEW's company if you bring in the best of the best. And when you work at WWE, you are the best. All right. Counter argument to that. Um, here's the thing. As we all know, and it's shown that history repeats itself in wrestling. That could be either a good or a bad thing. And why it's a bad thing is that look at the companies that have tried it before. Look at the companies that have taken the talent that they've gotten from WWE and where it's gotten short-term success that only gives you short-term success because well what happens is that they become a different version of themselves over in this other com in this other company and that's all that the fans see anyway the fans that were fans of them before that's all that they were known for so look in the past when so you look at the names like oh in TNA you had Hogan you had Sting you had uh, Christian you had uh, Steiner, you had Angle, you had Jeff Hardy. Yes, that was great for short-term success because they brought the WWE eyes over. But then they started to get a little older. They started to kind of recycle old things. Creative got all whacked. And I think that's what you run into. If you're able to bring in new talent, you can mold them however you want them to be to your company. I think that coming from the WWE system and being that WWE name, you already – you already got a free pass. Like you already, you already look at it's already proving itself. All the WWE guys that come in, they get that big, they get that big shot, that big match right. right away. So you bring in new talent, and they can start fresh. They can. You don't have those big names. Okay, big names is what you're. I mean, how and you related it, bringing in the other bigger guys and them getting older and worrying about them. I think if you're going to make mistakes of other companies and worry about mistakes that other companies have made, yeah, of course you're going to stay away from these guys and their former WWE guys. How are we ever going to make their names bigger than what they already were? You got to go the anti-WCW. WCW couldn't make their own stars. And AEW has their stars that they already aren't making 
with WWE guys, like I said, with the eyes and with the money, it still comes a lot of knowledge from a big machine type company. And you want to make AEW that big machine. So with the knowledge that they have, I think you can bring it across that you don't make the mistakes WCW does and you grow your business even bigger with the, with the names that you have. All right. Uh, I'm going to, my final thought or my final blow, mm -hmm. my finisher is going to be that you said that that was WCW's biggest issue is not creating new stars. So you were kind of leaning more towards my point with that to begin with. So I made I'm a mistake finish, saying I'm, that line. I'm I know it was wrong. With, I'm going to finish you off with that. They're not creating new stars if they're getting them. They need to build new stars. You need to find the next big thing because if you're getting them from WWE, they're not the next big thing. They've already proven themselves not as the next big thing. And I don't think that besides Jericho, I don't think Moxley's the next big thing. I don't think uh, Brody Lee's the next big thing. Dillinger. I mean, the list goes, I don't think that they're the next big thing. You're going to find that next big thing that isn't in WWE. That is going to be that guy that's going to skyrocket your company. Now you have competition to get that person, but they haven't found them yet either. So that's how you got to continue to sign new stars and not rely on WWE. Okay. Now, perfect timing. All yeah, right. you were just give, dead on. Give me your counter finisher. Okay. Uh, with the big guys thing, it, that was my fault, first of all. First of all, excuse me. Uh, the thing is, yeah, they, they were stars and they've already done it. And no, a lot of guys that were getting released and a lot of guys that are out there and people that are out there, they weren't stars. Star stars? No, there was a couple. But as far as a lot of the people that you're bringing in, they reached mediocre levels of, and were unused. And they didn't get their fair shot. And they didn't get because they were stifled by creative they didn't get that. With AEW and changing the universe and changing the world, they can come up with their own and they can thrive and make your company even better with their name. So you can build those stars and you can make them bigger with, with everything you got. And that's it. There we go. So that is the first topic down. Yes. Now we move on. At the end of the show, you can decide who won the debate. Yes. If you can say, oh, Larry won three, Joe won two. So Larry wins the debate show. So that's how it'll be. Yes. So you so tell us. Yep. Who, you tell us who wins this debate. So next topic. All right. You want to pick it? I don't have I go in, first? I don't have them in front of me, so. Okay. Pick the, um, thir pick the third one down. All right. So uh, the third one down would be should – wrestling have continued during the quarantine oh all right i'm gonna take i'm gonna take that it should it should okay have. all right you're gonna keep me the pessimist yeah yeah i mean you're comfortable like that anyway so i thrive in that position i know you do all right so here we go uh this one i think is probably a layup for me entertainment alone I'm not going to worry about sickness with whether it's WWE, whether it's AEW. They know how to screen. They know what to look for. They know that they can keep a certain amount of people out. And especially in WWE's case, the show always goes on. 
maybe to their detriment sometimes with other events that have happened, but they're always there and they're the only ones there and they're getting these eyes. Talking about eyes, when everyone's watching, waiting for other things to watch, there's no sports, no baseball, football, hockey, nothing is on, nothing's there. But WWE is and AEW is, wrestling is there. And you can capitalize on that and bring these people that may be jaded fans from the 90s back just because, hey, they're bored and they got nothing else, so maybe they might fall in love with wrestling again. Okay. All right. So you thought your side was the layup, and I'm about to reject that layup like fucking Hakeem Abdul-Jabbar. That was horrible. <laughs> but, but go ahead. No, wait. It was the wrong name. I meant Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like think? fucking Wayne Gretzky. I'm going to block that shot. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, uh, you're t- looking at it at a business standpoint, but here you said one thing, key term. You said they know what to look for. And the problem with that is they don't know what to look for. You're dealing about a first-time pandemic when everything else is closing down, all non-essential businesses, all of sports is basically shutting down. But you want to be stubborn, AW and WWE, and keep running. Now you're not you're you're putting each other in jeopardy. You're putting your talent in jeopardy, and you can keep them quarantined to a certain uh, aspect and have them not go out and keep them kind of in a bubble. But yeah, that's all well and good. But you're still putting them in harm. You're putting them in harm's way. There is no need to to keep running wrestling when you have a library of old content that you can release on a weekly basis, and you can still have wrestling. Because let's face it. Them not being able to have fans, that doesn't help them either. So them going against orders of safety and all regulations is one thing, but for them to not really capitalize on anyway, pretty much tells you. Okay. I told you I was swat swat. Them capitalizing on that and not knowing what to look for I think releasing old Attitude Era footage and, and stuff like that, which they're already doing on FS1 if you're, if you're WWE, you're airing all these old WrestleManias and bests of. So that's all, all happening anyway. But I don't think it's more – I think it's more for the, for the fans to always know that no matter what, that warm and fuzzy feeling that WWE is there no matter what and wrestling is there no matter what in AEW's case, you look at – all the tough times that we've gone through, there's always been wrestling no matter what. Even 9-11, WWE was the first thing running. I think it was more, at least with, with what Vince and probably Tony Khan even as well, they just want to be there for the fans. And I think that's the most important part about it, about re- wrestling still running. I'm done. I was at one second. <laughs> uh, I mean th- – it's so two-sided when you say that, yeah, they want to do it for the fans. Yes, that's the way it looks. They want to do it just for the fans. But there's a reason why you're keeping open. You have all these contracts that you have to take care of. You need money to generate somehow. So who's paying the bills right now when no one's buying tickets? That's all your sponsors. That's all your commercials. That's who's paying your your television deal and your, your roster. I mean, yes, they have billions combined, so could they afford it? Could they afford to pay that many people? Possibly. Would they have to do a lot of layoffs? Yes. So that's the other thing. 
you lay off a bunch of people when you decide to run. So now people are out of work. So you look like a shit boss to begin with. So if that's it. Yep. That was a minute. Yeah. Damn. All right. You were right there. That's fine. Um, So I think the other, the other part of this is, okay. Yeah. They're, they're not just doing it for the fans and that, yeah, they have the contracts for all that. But with those contracts, no one is losing more money than the owners. And I think that shows how much they care about keeping it going. They can say, well, screw this. I'm, I'm losing this money. Vince had to get rid of the XFL and go bankrupt with that. Yet he's still keeping his wrestling product on. And Tony Khan is finding ways to keep AEW on. And I think it's more important to look at it as, the the sport and what they want to keep going all in all well what it comes down to is what do you value more do you value entertainment more than you value the general health for everybody because again you're not supposed to be within six feet of someone you're not supposed to be um i don't know you're supposed to have a mask on you don't see anyone wearing that type of mask when they're wrestling. Uh, And I mean, it's just that you don't run because you don't put people, people in jeopardy. And that should be morally why you don't run. And yes, I know you want to, you want to keep the business, you want to keep the fans happy, but not if you're going to jeopardize lives. Good. All right. All right. That's, Two topics down, three to go. Next topic. Next topic. Let's go with – let's go back, and we'll go to the WWE. All right. And we're going to go with with people like Charlotte Flair and Roman Reigns. All right. Do you think they are more rammed down our throats, or they worked for what they got and they deserve everything they have? This is such a, I mean, it's such a bitch of a topic mm-hmm. because there, there technically is, depending on who you are, two right answers to this, and they're completely different answers. So I have to decide which one of those, because who the hell is going to be the majority in this one? The, I think I, mean, I know. Yeah. I think I know, but I'm, I'm the show nutcase, so I'm going to go on the side that they've earned it. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Everyone has the speculations about, oh, they're rammed down their throat. That's because that's what we see. Yeah, we don't want them to be pushed. Yada, yada, yada. They, they haven't earned it. They haven't. But here's the thing. What people don't know is what's happening behind the scenes. The work that they're putting in behind the scenes, like, the way that everyone thinks in their mind is uh, they just sat on their ass for years and they wrote their name and they got everything they wanted. They don't know that the work that they're putting in to get better every single day and the entertainment value alone for the people that you think are being rammed down your throats tend to be the people that are almost most talked about. So whether it's a, Oh, they don't deserve it. I hate them you're still talking about it. You're still generating that 
buzz about that person because you think, and the person, the people that are usually quote unquote, ah, <laughs> damn it that minute. <laughs> All right. I need to make that good because I'm going to get fucking lit up on this one. <laughs> um, okay. So you started out talking about how not knowing what, what they do in the back. I mean, not knowing what, what work they put in. But that doesn't mean that the other 55 stars on your show aren't doing the same work. If not, maybe more work, depending on who it is. You could have people that have been scratching and crawling in ugly, dirty bars wrestling in Ireland somewhere and then finally make it here. But they didn't have their daddy to say, hey, come, can my girl have a tryout? But they still made it and they get the success, and, but they don't have the eight-time women's champion because of it. Or ten-time women's champion. Um, it, it's just – it looks like it's handed to them. It looks like it's rammed down your throat because with, with a name like Flair, it's going to be rammed down your throat. She's already majority of the way there to 16. So it, it's hard not to say and make a case that they're not rammed down your throat, especially when it comes to one of the biggest, and that's Charlie Flair. You just took my side. You just made my argument for me. What do you mean? You just gave me that argument. But she, she's rammed down her throat all the time. She's given titles. That was the whole point. Yeah, but then you ended it with, it's hard not to picture her being rammed down her throat because it's Charlotte Flair. Yeah, and that's unfair. Why, why, why just because her name's Flair, that shouldn't happen. All right. Anyway. I will get on to my next point, and you kind of led me back into where I was anyway. And the fact that the people that you say are rammed down your throat tend to have the biggest name. And that's not just a coincidence. That's not because they're rammed down your throat. Even if it is, they still have the biggest name. They're still one of the biggest buzz. So them being pushed and them having that aura around them, that's why they deserve it, because they've already shown that they, they can handle every side of it. They can handle the heat. They can handle the dislike, the hate, and still be the top performer. Like, that just goes to show you how, if you were to do it with someone else, would they be able to garner, like, the people that you say push? Would they be able to get to that monumental? Would a Ruby Riot be able to get to the name and the pedigree that a Flair has? I don't think that they would. I don't think a Ruby Riot coming out of, and I'm just using this name because this so happened to be a match tonight on Raw, that she's not going to garner a bigger name than Charlotte Flair. And Ember Moon isn't going to garner a bigger name than Charlotte Flair. And that's just the facts. So is she pushed down your throat? No, she's deserving. She has the – or Roman Reigns, as a matter of fact. Same debate. Are All you, right. Is it, All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we had to use that mute button a little earlier than I thought we were going to have to use it. But <laughs> All right. So you're saying that a Ruby Riot, the talent of Ruby Riot, if she was given the opportunity, I understand that she has been injured once or twice. But so is Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair has gone away for a little bit as well. And Ruby Riot, they stuck her in that Riot Squad thing. The division thing. suffered. I'm sorry? The division suffered. Yeah. But I'm not going to stick on Ruby Riot this whole time. But she's a name that deserves to be up there. Just like a name that deserves to be up there is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has 
fought all the way through places like Ring of Honor and all kinds of different great independents to come here, but he doesn't have the look and he doesn't have that name, the Annoy family name backing him up while he gets a step in the door because you have that name. And look, he doesn't look like a, a Greek god because he chiseled like Roman Reigns, but he can, the amount of stuff he can do in the ring compared to a Roman Reigns, that's why guys like that still deserve to be there, but they don't have the name. <laughs> All right. Final blow. All right, I'll even lump one more person in there, and I'll throw in a name like John Cena. How he, Everyone said that John Cena was being rammed down your throat. Now, to go against your point, to go with your point, John Cena started out as nobody, the protege, and then the guy who had ruthless aggression, and then worked his way up and got to the point of where he earned it. And people still said he was being rammed down your throat when he proved – to everybody that, look, you can start as a generic nobody and make your way to the top of the mountain. And look, that goes against what you just said. It could be any single person. Someone comes in with the pedigree or the name, like Flair someone or Roman Reigns. But then you have someone like John Cena who built that name and was never, was always claimed to be rhymed on your throat. All right. So you're going to give me a once in a lifetime star. That never happens ever, like a Hulk Hogan or a John Cena or a Stone Cold. That don't all, have the connection. Yeah, all that were claimed to be rammed down your throat at one point. I just, I can't, you can't take exceptions to the So rules. basically, the debate should be, should it be a more even playing field? Okay. I think right. that I think that went better than I expected. <laughs> All uh, right, my, my turn to pick the topic. Yeah, we got uh, two topics left. Uh, you remember <laughs> what we said to where what what is left? Yeah, what's the first one? Uh, the first one is uh, with quarantine. Should we be relying more on, or should the wrestling uh, companies be relying more on their matches? or promos and vignettes? All right, so should they be more focused on the actual wrestling product or the entertainment, quote-unquote, aspect of it, like the promo packages and vignettes and all that crazy shit? And cinematic match- cinematics as well, like the Firefly Funhouse. Mm, yeah, we can lump that in. Nah, I think that's more of a gray area because there was – I mean, the Firefly Funhouse was more of a promo vignette, but – the graveyard match or boneyard match was an actual match. Yeah. So we exclude that one. Okay. So what side are you taking? I, if, because I had to play against that they shouldn't be doing this in general. So I now I have to be like, okay, so if they are going to do it, how should they do it? And I think, I think they should be focusing more on the actual wrestling product at this point. Okay. So especially, especially if you're WWE. You have a collection, a strong collection of the best wrestlers and most entertaining wrestlers in the ring of all companies. You have the best of the best. And that goes for even AEW. That goes for WWE has the best. So why would you not use this time? I know that, okay, so 
the promos and the stories that the buildup is always important to draw in new eyes. But right now, you're probably not drawing in as many new eyes as you'd hope. So why not put on some of the best wrestling matches and get the fans that you know you have? Why not give them what they've been begging for for a while now? People have people know that WWE and now AEW have the best wrestlers that there is. So why not highlight that and have put on some of the best matches that you can possibly put on? Good timing. All right. So with the matches, if if you're going to rely on their matches, and it is wrestling after all, but especially with with WWE, the the E is entertainment, and now you can't really hook a person in with a match. Um, me and you have said it a thousand times. Wrestling fans and and humans in general, the attention they don't keep attention very well. They're very well distracted. So you got to keep it short and promos and video packages and cinematic things like that. That's the best way to catch anybody. Anybody likes watching a movie. Anyone can sit down and be entertained by a movie. And especially when you have people and big productions, like you can be able to put on like a WWE and AEW has done damn good with theirs. You got to hook them in first before you can even get to the match. And I think with promos, I think that's why both companies need to lean heavier, heavier towards that. All right. Well, here's the thing with that. The promos and whatnot, that's all well and good. But why would you not want to utilize, like, you know that you have that. You know that that's what you've always been about, the entertainment aspect and promos and video packages and all that. Why not show your other hand? Why not show your, what's behind door number two and be like, all right, We've done this. Here's something new for you. Here's an actual wrestling company that's going to do wrestling. We're going to take the E out. And we're going to get the wrestling. We're, going to, we're just going to show you why we do what we do. We're going to show you that we do have, yes, some of the best promo guys and whatnot and girls on the planet. But look at this. They're also the best wrestlers. And with WWE especially, like you'd be able to put together some of the best dream matches that you've never seen, and you have the opportunity now to put people that haven't been together yet since being here. So, like, you could have, I don't know, uh, Daniel Bryan have a 15-minute match with someone like Cedric Alexander or something like that. You have the opportunity. Like, you have all these different genres and styles of wrestling that you can mix together now at this point. And I feel like that would be more entertainment than the other thing. I feel like a lot of other people would, would agree with that. Okay. I'm just going to look at it in the sheer fact of wrestling in general. If you go back and you look and you think about the 90s and you think about the Attitude Era, um, a lot of the time, and I'm not saying 100%, but 99% of the time, people look at the beer truck. They look at uh, Katie Vick, <laughs> whether it's good or bad, they still, you still remember it. We're still talking about it to this day. McMahon made a reference of it with uh, Hunter's 25th anniversary. Uh, you're looking at DX uh, pulling all the antics that they pulled. You're not looking at the in-ring stuff. Um, and I think it just, it always pulls the eye. It's the more flashy thing. It's what people want to see more. And, and, and there are diehards that don't, but for the most part, and the, 
fan that is loved is just that fan that just wants to tune in every now and then. And that's where you're going to bring them in that way. Well, let me tell you something, Big Larry. <laughs> Here's what I got to say to that. Everyone's going to look at 2020 and this whole fucking pandemic as what it was to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to think of, uh, remember when everyone was in quarantine and everything fucking sucked. So why not be like, okay, 2020 was kind of a wash, but we got some of the best wrestling matches of all time. How come it couldn't be when you look back in history and be like, oh, well, they Edge and Orton cut a great promo like it was 2005. Instead, why not be like, okay, so we have Adam Cole took on AJ Styles and had one of the best matches ever. Time. Hmm. I think I still made my point. (laughs) All right. So for my final point, when you look back, if you don't do that and look back at the pandemic, the things that you're going to remember, especially, and I, 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 trying to lean more towards both but it's so hard but you're going to remember a lot of the the movie choir quality stuff that wwe put out and same thing with even last week with the golf cart with aew i mean there are things that people can do that just stick in your head that you're never going to do with a match i think we're you're wrong but let the people decide <laughs> So we're down to the last one, right? I honestly think I'm wrong, to be honest. I can't stand fighting for that because I love wrestling in general. So to debate that was hard, but I actually like doing it, though. You, you, let, you let everyone know your hand. Yeah. I love it, though. But it was that is fun. I, I didn't think I was going to be able to argue for that, but it was fun doing it. All right. Last one? Last one. <clears throat> and your star, right? Yes. All right. Um, so our last one. Um, Where'd we go with this one? Oh, so uh, AEW. They have AEW shop that you can visit anytime you want. But they're also on pro wrestling teams. Should they be able to be on pro wrestling teams if they have their own AEW shop? So now I got to pick. This, this is the most ridiculous thing to argue about, but fuck it. It's wrestling quarantine time, so why not cause a little debate? All right. I'm going to pick um, – I'm going to stay on the side that they should not be on pro wrestling teams. All right. Okay. So the reason they shouldn't be on pro wrestling teams is very simple. This shouldn't even be an issue. They have their own website. It's AEW Shop. That's why WWE doesn't sell any – WWE t-shirts on pro wrestling tees because all the money goes to them. They can control the money as a business, as the company. You can control everything. You have the percentage coming into you and your percentage going to your wrestler. And it just brings people to your shop. You don't have the option of maybe you see an, an, an AG shirt next to AEW or an Alex Zane shirt. Like You're not going to have that competition. It's all AEW. Stick with what you have. You don't need to – you shouldn't be on pro wrestling tees. It shouldn't be a thing. If you have your own, keep your own. It's very simple. Just do you, and they should not be in pro wrestling tees. All right. Well, you made this a little easier for me than I thought you were going to. Here's why they should 
keep it on pro wrestling tees. This is, and you said it, you boiled it down to the money. This is good for the wrestlers. This is good for the wrestlers in general because now they have not only the company makes money, but the wrestlers themselves make money because now they're on pro wrestling tees and they're able to sell their merch. So this is actually good for them because only a percentage goes to WWE superstars that sell their own merch. But now you're able to, to get more of a percentage. I mean, sure, AEW makes a small amount, but the wrestler makes more on pro wrestling tees. And also, now you're able to put those big AEW names, like those people that are on TV every week, you put them next to an Anthony Green who you might not know. And now you're like, well, who's this guy? So now you're able to use the rub from AEW being on pro wrestling tees for some of the independent talents being to put them next to them and be like, well, I never heard of them. Maybe or let's see what they're doing. And I think it keeps them closer to being like, all right, so you're looking at some of the top sellers that aren't in AEW. All right. Uh, let's go with the AG thing and, and him getting the rub being next to uh, be and next to AEW or any indie wrestler, for that matter, being next to AEW. If I'm going on the pro wrestling tees, majority of the time, I'm looking for something. Now, there are rare occasions where, yeah, I will surf. But for the most part, I'm looking and going right to that section. So if I'm an AEW fan and Moxley just dropped his new T-shirt, I'm going right there anyway. I'm not seeing anyone else's store. I'm typing John Moxley in. The second he pops up, he's there. You're still taking away. And with the release people, they, they're coming on. And honestly, they still will be now battling with AEW because AEW's on there too. So – now you're not going from WWE, you're going to pro wrestling tees, but AEW's in the way of making money for these guys who are just finally getting the chance with the indies. So what you're saying is that AEW should care what former WWE talent putting their t-shirts up. AEW doesn't need that. They don't, they're there and you said it yourself to make money. So if you have your pro wrestling tees was out before AEW was in existence. So they have a name already. They already have a standard for merchandise and all that. And you already know a lot of the AEW guys because you were already buying their shirts anyway. So instead of going to AEW shop and be like having to go through that, you're already comfortable with pro wrestling tees. You already like, you already know what to expect. You already know the merchandise. So just because just because you're comfortable with knowing pro wrestling tees, that means you you shouldn't go to the company website. I mean, the biggest thing I think is with wrestling fans is they want to be AEW all the way. For AEW fans, it's all AEW for the most part. I think being on it's just you gotta if you're gonna support it, you go all the way. And I think Damn it. <laughs> that was a quick 30 seconds. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But here's the thing. When it comes to a company, and I mean, it works in both ways. Like, yes, AEW is a big name right now. So they're kind of giving, they're helping out pro wrestling tees in itself anyway. So if you go to look for a Matt Hardy t-shirt and you end up searching because you know it's on pro wrestling tees and it takes you there you're able to find other people because there's more names on that website. 
So AEW being on there, yes, they're making money for themselves, but AEW is also helping out the independent talent and the pro wrestling tees itself because they're giving them the rub. Mm. They're, they're bringing eyes to that product. Well, that does it for that one. That does it for the show. Yeah. That was our uh, five topics. Five topics. Five debates. Who won? Yeah. I have an idea who won, but I won't say. <laughs> so you can, you can visit any one of our social media accounts, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know whatever you want. We will be putting this up. And you can comment, tweet at us. Um, it's uh, linktree.com. Link, link tree slash two one five wrestling, um, and just let us know where wherever you can. Let us know who you think won, and not only that, we are not opposed to taking uh, any kind of topics whatsoever. So if you want to throw topics at us, we will gladly take them. Give you uh, a little shout out for giving them to us. If they're debatable, yes, we'll take them. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we hope you enjoyed the first edition. Of Brotherly Love presents Fallout, and uh, we will be returning, and hopefully we will have uh, a couple new people on with me and Joe, and uh, that way we make it a lot more interesting. The more the debate, the better. We're all great debaters, master debaters. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be talking to you very soon. <laughs> <laughs>